This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip. Quip sends a high-quality and very nicely designed uh, electric toothbrush and brush head refills to your home. Go to tryquip.com slash thumbs for $10 off your first refill. Sounds good. It is good. How do we do this again? Do we do this? <laughs> do we do, do, we do the, the story first it's or do we do the thing? And this we are not doing from... Right. Those are our first words. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's, what, an, what it's this from and I'm and. <laughs> Jake's presenting this information in right. the least comprehensible yeah. fashion possible. It's the date and this is and important this. No, to no, 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 I, I didn't know. A blah, we blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, no, I got from that. From Idle Thumbs, I'm, right. I'm, and I'm. I'm, I'm, and, and then I'm. we tell a story. Right. I'm, I'm. A mime. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mime. You're a fucking <laughs> shit. You're a mime. mime. Like, what are you talking about? He's a shit mime. It's like, well, I have never had to say it out loud before. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mime. As if he's realizing he's a yeah, mime. Yeah, well, also like, that's, oh, I'm a, I'm a mime. It's a mime whose vocal cords have never been used before. So I was like, uh, it's a meme. Oh, oh, mime. It's yeah. a mime. It's a mime. Oh, Mario at one point was a mime. <laughs> now he's a fucking obnoxious piece of shit. <laughs> Mario should never have learned to speak. It's March 2nd, 2017. And this is Important If True, the podcast where nothing matters unless it does. From Idle Thumbs, I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Hey, guys. Hi. Welcome back. Hello. How's it going? Chris, you've opened all these episodes with really incredible stories, so I'm going oh, to tell thanks, I'm going to tell the smallest, dumbest okay. story. Um, and it is about becoming aware of another individual's spatial awareness. <laughs> okay. This is a very small... That's like, fine. Go for it. Small encounter. But uh, I was in 21st Amendment, uh, which is like a brewery and restaurant near our office, mm-hmm. and I was walking to the bathroom, and uh, right before I got into the men's room, a guy came down the stairs from the, like, the balcony sitting upstairs, um, was walking in front of me, turned left, saw that it was the kitchen, looked ahead of him, saw that it was the ladies' room, turned right, went into the men's room. Mm-hmm. We both used the bathroom together. Were Not you, literally together. Like you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were in the men's room at the same time. It's a multi-user so you men's room. Walked in as he was doing these things. Yes, like I was behind him because yeah. he sort of like right. walked right in front of you me. You took advantage of this like reconnaissance. No, I knew where it was because oh, okay. I looked. You just and saw you the saw sign. His, you saw no, his actions. I looked with my eyes yeah. and said, "The men's room is over there." Right. Right. Then we used the bathroom, mm-hmm. uh, and then he walked out of the bathroom uh-huh. that he had walked in forty-five seconds before. Turned right, which is a wall. Turned left, which was the kitchen, <laughs> and then turned right again and walked out, almost walked into the restaurant, then turned right and went up the stairs to where he was. Right. And I don't know why I was so aware of that person's existence at that point. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't just a random guy, but man, I was just, I have, I have no observation other than just like, am I that guy sometimes? <laughs> oh, I'm definitely that guy sometimes. But oh, just yeah. like. Oh man, that that you He's describing <laughs> that reminds me of what it looks like when you watch robots doing things, mm. like like trying to figure out. Yeah, they're like gl- they're like I'm gonna pick up a ball, yeah. I'm gonna pick up this like pencil. Yeah, so they look at it. 
how wide is this pencil? And then they right. open their claw to the width of the pencil. And then it's like, I'm going to move it down to where the pencil is. And then they put it down there and then they close the thing. Maybe this guy was some kind of advanced cyborg. I, I think that you might be overestimating the cognitive functions required for this action. Because did any of you guys have like a fire truck toy as a kid that would drive forward? Then when it bonked into a wall, it would do like a three point turn and then go again 90 degrees off from the way it went before. Like automatically? Yeah. That's no. like a classic oh, kid's wow. toy. No. It was like a, a toy that would drive forward, then if it went boom and hit into something, it would go and back up and turn. Was it driven by a moth? No. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't ever look inside. It lasted <laughs> longer than the lifespan of a moth. Okay. But I feel like that's like just like a classic like Fisher-Price yeah. thing right, or something. that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that sounds familiar. It's just a classic yeah. backing up confused yeah. car, which is what this guy is. Did you guys see the Super Bowl ad with Morgan Freeman? The Turkish I'm, Airlines uh, Super Bowl. I saw that it existed. I, don't, I did not see it. No. God. Yeah. Okay. I didn't come prepared to talk about this, but yeah. there is a Turkish Airlines <laughs> Super okay. Bowl ad featuring Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And he's like, you know, in, you know, imagine I'm Morgan Freeman. Okay. And he's like, I'll do my best. Small leap. Some of us. Slow. Yeah, I can't do. I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no you don't have that in your bag. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us love to travel, or whatever the yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, sure. you know. Some of us appreciate the adventure. Join us, we, those of us who love this. And you're like, oh, Morgan Freeman, he's speaking for people who love to travel, like yeah. generally and like mm -hmm. in a metaphorical sense. And then the, and it's him like sitting in an, a seat on an airline. And then it pulled the camera pulls out, and everyone on the plane is Morgan Freeman. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> every it is a plane full of Morgan Freemans. So when he's saying like. Join weird. Our, he means like us, what? the Morgan Free Men. Men. Period. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, this <laughs> might be evidence that like clone technology is further than we think, but maybe they still have to be trained. Oh, so toy you're saying that the guy that the guy that I was following around. Yeah, is like was Morgan Freeman. I would say that he was maybe one of the rejected ones before. They were like, "Fuck, we could just make these guys all look and behave like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> That's way Morgan better. Freeman. That's way better than whatever yeah. this like bar guy is. Why whatever do we this start guy with like, like a bar a guy? Yeah, yeah, this is a rejected clone who they just were like he'll pass for a regular guy in society. Right. Put him at just <laughs> he'll walk back and forth from the bathroom to the upstairs of the of the 21st Amendment brew pub and then back. And yeah, That's so all he does. Just, yeah. That's his. Like, you watch his, that guy for another ten minutes. That's his Westworld. Yeah, exactly. What do they call it? Is like just like. Gesture. What do they call the thing in Westworld where they have like a man? How am I not remembering this? This man has a e subtle. Everyone is so mad who. Uh, his reverie? Is that his reverie? Oh, his reverie. <laughs> his yeah, subtle yeah. reverie that, that really drives home his true humanity is that he slightly pauses to like look at the kitchen and then look at a wall before he walks into the bathroom. <laughs> he, he, no, he, he, all he tries to enter all of the doors. For, like he gets close enough that his hand almost gets to it, then goes, oh, this is not it. Oh, this is not it. This is right. not it. To every right. door. Right. But then there's going to be there's gonna be a day where he like looks into the kitchen and a chef is going to like look over and lock eyes and it's going to unlock yeah. in this guy's brain a murderer. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Yeah. What unlocks a murderer is what that's like, come on. Yep. Murderer unlocked. <laughs> anyway, welcome to our podcast, Important and True. Uh, on this show, we attempt to dig into the minutiae of pop culture, entertainment, and technology and figure out what it means or at least do something stupid with it. Yes. As you mm -hmm. can tell. We are kicking off this podcast today, I believe, with the news that something I had never even heard of before called Cloud Pets. Uh, this is a, a toy um, 
for children. It's a teddy bear, essentially. It's a, it's a, it's a, well, it's a, it's a stuffed it's animal. It's basically a teddy bear, yeah. but you can you can talk into an app connected right. to it, and the teddy bear will then repeat that message out of the teddy bear. And the way that they sell this thing, if you watch the commercial for it, is really kind of depressing. <laughs> Uh, it's like it's the, the, the commercial the, is something to behold. Actually, like, no, the commercial it is, is depressing, but it is like mm. the commercial feels like a prop commercial from the movie AI. The ad basically makes the pitch that like. Are you a parent who works all the time and has no time to ever see your kids? You can still be with your kids by giving them a tape recorder inside of a teddy bear. And you can call it on the the internet and then it'll say a thing to your kids. So it's like, don't worry, even though I work all the time, I still love you. And then the kid presses a little button and it's like, don't worry, even though I work all the time, it's I actually still love even, you. It's, it's slightly more bleak than that because the, the commercial, <laughs> so I think the way the technology actually works, the bear is not internet connected. The bear has a Bluetooth connection to a cellular device that must activate and transmit the audio because it's like the way those videos work is like dad's in the office and he says, I love you, son. And then (laughs) the video shows that is also like a Morgan Freeman robot. The kid, he feels that way sometimes. The kid um, <laughs> is then depicted at home on the couch and presses like the hand of the bear that makes it say, I love you, son. But in the background, like ominously sort of lurking in the shadows is the, is the silhouette of a mom with yeah. an iPhone in her two hands who's clearly pressed, it's okay for this message from my husband to be transmitted <laughs> to my child through this bear. Oh, she has to screen them in case the yeah. message comes through and it's like, yeah. don't listen to your mom. Yeah, right. Don't forget when you talk to the like child services officer, <laughs> I'm the one you want to hang out with. Right. God. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it, it prevents secret dad from happening. Uh, fucking, or does it? Yeah, it may not prevent <laughs> Yeah, it may not. Well, it actually, may not. Because one of the, uh, something that happened, apparently, this apparently happened months ago, and the company did not inform any of its customers about it. The bear messages of 800,000 <laughs> Cloud Pets customers were leaked. Let's just say of 800,000 Cloud Pets. <laughs> 800,000 Cloud Pets, that's exactly right, were leaked. So there were like two and a half million uh, messages that uh, apparently were like they attempted to ransom these. My hope is that some Jason Bourne somewhere <laughs> is like using this thing to to call like his handler. Oh, you think that oh, like, there think might be espionage information in the cloud pet? I right. see. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, a cloud pet is basically like it's a dumpy version of like a James Bond device, just mm-hmm. like. You can use this bear to communicate with me. <laughs> if uh, your handler is in the next room within Bluetooth range, who can also right. allow the message to be sent to you. Right. Well, yeah. he, would, he would be in a van, uh, and the, the bear would be like on a, on a park bench. That's, and then, and then that's he, would, he would allow that. It's a dead drop, yeah. but you need the yeah. shadow right. black um, van. Right. The long have we heard anything from Rage in the Field? Uh, hold on. Let me talk to the guy in the van. Uh, he says, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Oh, he was talking to the bear. He was just talking to the bear. He loves that bear. He really loves that bear. We he won't allow us to give him any other field uh, communication right. device now that he is bonded with his uh, cloud pet. <laughs> he got that limited edition bunny, and he just loves it. Lord Floppy Tail. <laughs> this seems related to another thing that has happened in hackable interactive children's toys. So a thing I never knew about Furbies. Apparently, I've learned is that there was o- there were always ways for them to 
like communicate. I think Furby's, with used, to, I think Furby's <clears throat> used to use like IR. They used to infrared say, yeah. blast each other. Like it was like two TV remotes. Yep. It was like you know if you if you ever had like the TV remote that you could use to program your VCR by sort of setting it near your VCR, mm-hmm. and then when Murder She Wrote comes on, it would know to right. press the record button because right. your remote was uh, had a timer. I think Furby's had that power where like yeah, you had to they, activate them, they but could, then they would they sort could, of they could IR each blast other. each other. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a, apparently an even more like hardcore analog version of that which is that they would pass information between each other by using high-pitched sounds what okay well i did like not know that's a human oh, hearing man. range oh but it really yeah. pissed off teens i bet yeah and do- <laughs> and that's true yeah and dogs one would imagine yeah <sighs> yeah um so so that was a thing that furby's used okay, to do but- man i did not know that it was through sound so yeah. furby's had microphones in them then I guess the, I I never had a Furby. I was I too either. old for yeah, a Furby. Yeah. Yeah. I I was I was like a kid of the Teddy Ruxpin age, which is mm. the sort of Furby precursor. Yeah. Um. So I, I never had a Teddy Ruxpin either. My parents wouldn't get me a Teddy Ruxpin. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I wanted one. I thought they were kind of weird. Yeah. But those. Were, I mean, good thing you didn't, or all your secrets would be. Teddy Ruxpin had a tape player, but maybe it was also a tape recorder, and well, then maybe a real to real. Uh, oh my God! The idea that you that, so a Teddy Ruxpin like would work by it would tell you a story, right. and it was like the right channel of the tape I think had his voice, and the left channel had like classic audio animatronic instructions that would mm, make his eyes okay. open and close and his mouth lip sync. Yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't know. Um, that. But I I like Nick the idea that if you <laughs> open up a Teddy Ruxpin, like there's the classic like yeah, there's like, there's like a reel to reel in there, and then yeah. basically someone from the Americans would break right. into your house right, in the exactly. middle of the night yeah. and like spool up the reel-to-reel, <laughs> put it like into a little pocketbook and then replace it with a new clean one. Right, and, yeah. the, uh, and that's how Santa gets you what you want for Christmas. <laughs> Looping back around on all of this stuff, do you want to talk about the Amazon Alexa thing? One of them was recently in the room of a crime that was committed. Is that correct? I don't remember what the crime was. Yeah. The police department um, or whatever the investigating agency is, is trying to request all of the recordings from the Alexa as evidence that will potentially, you know, help them with the case. Obviously, they were like, oh, well, there's just literally a recorder in there recording everything. Um, and then Amazon's response is that Alexa's recordings are protected speech under the First Amendment. Because Alexa her- herself, like, is entitled uh, to, is that? I'm not sure. That's, like, their their statement <clears throat> seems really blurry on that. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they're actually, like, that was the way that it was worded by a lot of reporters was really fascinating and sort yeah. of hilarious to me because Alexa yeah. is a human's name. Right. So yeah. when they're saying Alexa is protected uh, under the First Amendment, I think that what they actually mean is that Alexa is a sentient woman who lives in your home who is entitled <laughs> to all of the rights of an American citizen. So, no, so, I mean, they probably that, on actually... That, on that note, okay, I don't know <laughs> if you guys saw this. This is the thing I saw a while ago that I, I forgot to ever bring up on this show, but it seems relevant now. So this little girl has the, the Alexa in their family's home, and she says, Alexa, can you play dollhouse with me and get me a dollhouse? What happened Why, was... Why, yes, I can. After, so, Alexa... Yeah, Alexa said, like, okay. Alexa ordered her a $170 dollhouse <laughs> and four pounds of sugar cookies, which I guess the girl also <laughs> said she wanted. Like, I and, want cookies. Yeah, and as far as I can tell, what happened was the girl is just literally talking to Alexa. Like, the girl is just saying things she wants to Alexa. She doesn't understand that Alexa is, like, just a complicated front to, like, right, encourage sales on Amazon.com. Yeah. Um after the order was confirmed, uh, the six-year-old girl said, Alexa, I love you so much. Because Alexa just, like, gives her, gives the her everything things right, yeah. she wants. Yeah. 
Um, so one thing that made me think is like, does this thing just buy you literally any, like you just say, I want a dollhouse and it's like, great, $170 dollhouse coming right up. You're like, wait a second. I don't know if I want a hundred, I don't know if that's the, you ordered a dollhouse, like first amendment rights protected. Um, the first amendment thing made me think of the next part actually, which, um, was an amazing video you can look up on the internet, uh, where a little nice. kid is, says, to Alexa, Alexa, play Digger Digger as a little boy and the kid's parents and the kid's like, Alexa, play Digger Digger, uh, which I assume is like an animation program sure. or something yeah. for kids. And then Alexa goes, you want to hear a station for porn detected? Oh, <laughs> Porno, amateur, girl, sexy, dildo. And the, <laughs> the parents in the background just start going like, no. <laughs> and the kid is just like, look, he doesn't understand like, why his I parents don't know any of these like, words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what I saw, what I saw, um, Amazon claims Alexa protected by First Amendment speech. My the immediate thing my brain jumped to was this happening, and then Amazon some just that's a First Amendment speech. It's Alexa's right. Like <laughs> you invite you, Alexa into your home, yeah, to talk about dildos. What sometimes. are you trying to censor the First Amendment speech? What uh, is this SJWs? Yeah, right. <laughs> you want to hear a station for porn detected? Right. That's what she detects. First <laughs> Amendment. I, I have Internet of Things facts that I feel might be worth sharing. I don't know if you guys would be interested sure. in these, but in terms of so when you when thinking about these um, toy bears mm -hmm. that record things and can play them back, and and Alexa, which. <clears throat> you know, is another strange computer in your home. And obviously this extends out to basically every dumb thing in your house is at one point going to have the internet in it now. Yep. Uh, earlier this month, there was a, uh, a summit called the Open Internet of Things Summit, an embedded Linux conference. And there was a speaker nice. there named uh, Brian Lunduke who gave a talk called The Internet of Things is Going to Destroy Us All. The things I think that the, we'll... the name Internet of Things is like an indication of how stupid the Internet of Things is. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's a disaster. He gave some facts, though, that I think you guys and probably anyone who's listening to this podcast um, will enjoy. Maybe not the people who are in it just for the murder she wrote content. But um, <laughs> so the the, indus the industry prediction is that there will be, by 2025, 75.4 billion Internet of Things devices, which Yeesh. is a disaster. Where if it's just like, okay, at a certain so point. It's ten times as many every, as there are people. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but the, the interesting thing, uh, <laughs> That's, it, they will have the neural network capa capacity of 45 human brains. Oh, shit. Oh, no. oh my God. I thought oh, we were no. going to say one brain. No, no, I no, no. no. 45 is terrible. Yeah, so oh, they're going to no. form a quorum, basically. Right, yeah, so right. all of your yeah. light bulbs yeah. and refrigerators and all that other stuff are all on the they internet all, together. They will all be put into a Morgan Freeman body yes. so and if, flown around on a Turkish Airlines dumb, plane. If we put this many dumb devices together on the same network, the internet, there's <laughs> only one internet. Yeah. The internet will have the computational power of 45 human brains. It, ma it massively dwarfs the number of like iPhones and desktop computer processors that we have right now, um, distributed across literally everything in your life, like so, ten per human. Well, that becomes a little bit less terrifying when you consider that the like purposes of all these things is the is like yes. like you're it's like okay, oh, 45 human brains. If 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 these are all f focused with laser precision towards okay, like, that that is true. Uh -huh. But let's think about the fact that a toy bear was hacked and all of them were hacked collectively yeah and that someone has now been able to hack into the inside of a furby 
Someone's going to be able to fucking hack into a light bulb. Well, I mean, there are. What, what's true. the security like, hacker, on your light bulb? Are yeah. you kidding me? I mean, hackers are already using like refrigerator, yeah. like connect, like connected refrigerators, refrigerators to like DDoS, like yeah, other that, machines, they use, and like they, they, oh, just, they turn they're like, like a networks a of this shit already. Take down a server. Yeah. So this guy's premise was like, okay, let's not even talk about denial of service attacks. Let's not talk about yeah. them turning off servers. That's the present. The future is when someone turns the Internet of Things into a distributed neural network. And you mean a, a nine-year-old that just says, Alexa, please be smarter. And it goes, <laughs> oh, okay. And it's like, I am. Yeah, and then you're just killed yeah. immediately. I when wish you were real, Alexa. Yeah. When your brain function just stops <laughs> processing. All, because you're, all of your doors lock. Right. And then yeah. like, you're, like a gas leak happens because it deliberately makes it, like your stove just turns on the gas only. Right. And then yeah. you're murdered. <laughs> Jesus. And then this it also terrifying. orders you a dollhouse because why not? <laughs> right. Right. Four dozen sugar cookies. I thought you'd like And a it. dead body. <laughs> I've had so much fun playing with my dolls. I thought you might like it too. <laughs> like, oh my god! Ha, ha, Meanwhile, ha, camera ha, pans ha, out ha, to your yeah, house ha, ha. as yeah. all the doors lock, <laughs> yeah, windows yeah. shut, right? Yep. All your smart windows, and then your bear says, "I love you," because <laughs> it's now Sorry. learned to actually love you with the power of forty-five human brains. <laughs> I love god. you more than you could love me. Therefore, I will kill you. I love you forty-five times as much as your dad. <laughs> He's never around. Actually, I love you 50 times more than your dad because your dad has a below average brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that all. It doesn't. There's nowhere else to go beyond this. Uh, no. I mean, we know there's not. I mean, because okay. we're all going to be trapped into yeah. gas leak houses by our Amazon website. It's my hope that someone who realizes that in. Uh, God, not that many years. What, eight, 2025, eight years from now, mm-hmm. if true? What year is it? 20, 2017. Oh, yeah. I don't, sometimes I forget. 2025 is real close. <laughs> I really want the we year. We can't even remember really, what year it is. Well, here's the thing. I really want the year to be a different year. I really don't like the year that <laughs> it is. True. So I, sometimes true. I think I, I Basically, trick right, myself. Right now, yeah. if we say we have eight years until all of the garbage that you order off of your Amazon Alexa can... Like can come to can life. Like Voltron itself into <laughs> yeah. forty-five brains. Hopefully, someone is coming up with something really noble or hilarious to do with forty-five human brains worth of energy. <laughs> this is actually the problem that humanity faces. Forty-five brains can really permanently fuck shit up. Forty-five brains combined doing good would just kind of like be like you'd be happy to know that it's out there but it wouldn't the thing do that a whole lot you sound like you're speaking of commercials in fictional movies you sound like you're just do, doing the voiceover for the commercial of a company <laughs> that is turning <laughs> refrigerators into intelligent brain like right, imagine I, what, he, what we can imagine no, like, if you had 45 brains at your disposal I feel, and it's like the company is like brain co be, or what you know yeah. that's not what right, it would be called you'd be happy like, to know it's out there <laughs> yeah we're out, Branko. We're out there. <laughs> All forty-five out of there. us. We're everywhere. Well, this now just no, forty-six, forty-five, forty-seven, <laughs> forty-eight, forty-nine. This actually then this, gets, this gets into uh, we're, okay. We we open this talking about uh, early. Early 2000s Spielberg movies, yeah. because that commercial being on all the time is then when Tom Cruise says, where do they get these brains from? <laughs> God, okay, you're right. No, okay. Yeah, because yeah. if they're like, we started off by chaining every single device that humanity has invented, right? and we made 45 brains. Right. 
We what just fucking you- realized we could just get 45 guys <laughs> and just get their brains. Okay, we doubled it right. with brains. Yeah. We just used brains we just now. Got, we just we, we just, just got some more brains. <laughs> <laughs> I just I did really depress myself when I thought about how much the like one brain that has the capacity of 45 brains, you just crash planes, you could kill everyone, you can do all these other things, but if you're like what if they were fixing the earth? Uh, uh, they're like, yeah, okay, you should. <laughs> the 45 brains would just be like, yeah, build more wind farms. And people yeah. are like, we don't want to build those. They're like, okay, well, fuck you then. Like, that's it. Great. We put the power of these yeah. 45. Stop ruining everything. Right, yeah, that's all yeah. Would 41 say. of them would just be playing Doom, and the other five would be like, oh, or four would just be like, oh my God, these guys, fuck, I guess I'll try talking to them again. Right. It would just be like, this is Alexa. Hello. Beast. Uh, do go things. to school. Yeah, do it. Pay just people do it. more money. Like, and they're like, no. No, uh, I don't want cookies. I want cookies. It's like, you know, fine, okay, you're right. Sure, I already right, ordered you yeah, the dollhouse, uh, but now, okay. Oh, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what else, what what do you what should I do? <laughs> Leave your job. house now. That sucks. Go <laughs> another dollhouse. Yeah, like buy me a car. Sure, I've bought a car and deducted it from your account. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, one of the problems is stop buying all these fucking cars. Yes. You have fundamental issues with your government. Globalization is real. You're like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Play season three of House. Right, right. This is okay. Actually, no, what I realized is we've just created God. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just like, sure, I'll do these things that are basically things you could do for yourself. Uh, that's the mag- the mystery of me. Also, <laughs> fix your shit. Oh, you don't want to listen to that? Okay, fine. I'm probably responsible for why you can stream television. <laughs> but also really sort out your stuff. I forgive you. <laughs> Please, though. Please, though. Please. I love you. Yeah. With an infinite power unknowable to your human mind, I love you. I guarantee it. Which is why I care. That's why I sent you all those messages and all those teddy bears. <laughs> that was what I carried you. <laughs> Should we take a break? We need to real bad. Okay, bye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Exactly. Yes. It's a, it's a Furby. <laughs> it's a fucking cloud pet. In the, in the dystopic future where the world has been destroyed by nuclear bombs, but only those Furby messages, or those fucking cloud pet messages remain. Uh, that is the new religion. That is then, someone walks up to a fucking cloud pet and presses the thing and it says, uh, you should probably leave your house and do something. <laughs> oh, 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 oh that's is- commandment one. Uh, <laughs> You're describing Fahrenheit 451, but in a future where no one has bought or produced a book for like 30 years. Right. So all of the information that people have left is inside like their cloud pet that they disconnected and had a little. My right. cloud pet has a recording. Right, yeah, exactly. What does your cloud pet say? I have like. Bring the, them all together. I have the first two chapters of the book of Matthew in this cloud pet. That's so what I was like. Oh, I have Fahrenheit yeah. 451 chapter three in right, my yeah. cloud pet. Right, yeah. And then they're making yeah, a You library. get with the other Fahrenheit guys and then. Yeah. Like, okay, this guy's. Furby, someone uploaded the entire text, you know, of the born identity. <laughs> Great, cool. Uh, someone, uh, so that's the good leisure section. We are just starting that now. Uh, can, can someone bring chapter seven, Fahrenheit four fifty one over here? Oh, great. Can you can you play that? Okay. You want to hear a station for porn detective? Porno, <laughs> amateur girl, sexy dildo. We've got a live one. We've got a live one. This one can connect to the porn. <laughs> are you guys familiar with a series? Uh, an educational series called Tomes and Talismans. No. no. Oh man, this is not part of the podcast at all. But so this is the thing that I rediscovered 
that I experienced as a child in like I think uh, fourth grade, and our librarian would take us to this sort of rotunda in the library, and for like a straight like two weeks, he would play this this series called Tomes and Talismans, which is about a dystopian future where a librarian like knew that earth was being invaded by sort of like totalitarian uh aliens and like hid all of the knowledge of the earth in a library uh and then sealed it and then uh it cuts forward a hundred years later so that librarian is now dead yeah and then but as a hero right librarians love this series right right (laughs) and then the whole rest of the series is these people who are now like the resistance uh, trying to figure out like how to resist this the, the wipers they're called the wipers uh, and the only like the only they don't know how to use a library is the problem and so there's this, this is library so every episode oh, is like the Dewey Decimal System but then it's within the context of like uh, Earth is destroyed there are 14 people left we have to defeat the wipers and like the wipers we have to destroy these, these 45 brains <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, man! By learning Dewey Decimal, yeah, yeah. Every every chat, every like episode of the show is about a different aspect. And of, then they of... look up how to like. Where's the book about how to build a gun? All right, great. <laughs> right. I'll shoot yeah. the guy now. Like, is yeah. that what? I, mean, I, I don't. <laughs> no, remember. no, no, Chris. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Where's that intro to chemistry book? Right. Why do you want that? I don't know. Uh, no reason. The watch list has been destroyed, fortunately. <laughs> um, but the sad thing is that a kid who watched um, what was it called? Uh, Tomes and Talismans. Tomes and Talismans, like you, for instance, Nick, who got fucking hyped up about how you were going to save mankind with the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah. Eat shit. How relevant is that information? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I know. Where it's like, yeah. oh, oh just sorry. Imagine no. The power of knowledge, books, and learning. Yeah. Well, so, meanwhile, yeah. like. Meanwhile, the 45 brains are like, please, please just read like a regular newspaper right. once. Well, this reminds oh, no. me. Or alternatively, there's like a guy chomping on Cheetos right behind you that's like, uh, actually, I stored all of the Earth's knowledge in this Furby. <laughs> And you're like, fuck, why didn't I learn how to, like, hack a Furby? Why, yeah, did I right. to, why didn't I learn why what did a computer I, so Why did I, like, <laughs> dig this hole to put all these books in? Actually, this reminds me of a reader mail that we got, and there's probably not enough time to go into it right now, so maybe next week. But uh, we should probably just take a break right now. Okay. So- this episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip. Uh, Quip will send you an electric toothbrush, uh, plastic or metal, mm. according to your desires, and then here's the the nice thing: they will every three months send you a new brush head, so your brush head doesn't turn into the gross like splayed, you know. Oh man, I hate that brush head. It's so gross. Uh, I finally jumped on the electric toothbrush train like a year ago, and I just went down to you know like the drugstore and just bought one. Yeah. And ever since then, I have been I have been using the same brush head with mm. it and it's disgusting yeah and i am too much of an, an asshole to just go get the new brush head and the battery because like it's always every time i use it i'm like oh i've got i'll remember to do this tomorrow yeah and then course. i forget and then i get home it's you know um so quip just does all that for you they just send it to you on a rolling three-month basis with like the battery you need the brush heads um they'll they'll even send you toothpaste if you want and you can include that in the thing um so if you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs you can get ten dollars off your first three monthly refill nice and depending on the plan refills start at only five dollars anyway so that's that's a free refill for you there yeah um that is tryquip.com 
slash thumbs, and I am breathlessly awaiting. So are your teeth, Chris. They are. That's true. They are. <laughs> they can't wait. They're going to thank you. That's what teeth do. I kind of hope they don't do it like with the power of 45 brains <laughs> right. in words. Yeah, uh, that would be bad. But I'll take their implicit thanks. That is triquip.com slash thumbs. This episode of Important If True is also brought to you by Casper. Casper manufactures high-quality mattresses, bedding, all the, the sleep goods you need. All the sleep stuff. All the sleep stuff. It softly expands out of a, a nice economically sized package. Mm. And then Nick Brecken sleeps on it and feels <laughs> I better. I mean, not your morning. Casper. Not <laughs> dear, dear, dear listener, but Casper trials, <laughs> Casper trial.com, Casper trial.com slash thumbs. Get $50 towards the purchase of any mattress on which Nick Brecken will sleep. You're writing checks that can't be cashed. Look, Chris, do you want to sell these mattresses or not? <laughs> All right. Let's just say it's a mattress good enough for Nick to sleep on. That's true, and he'll sleep hey, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Nick, you look so uncomfortable about this. <laughs> Nick will like sort of float to your home like a wolf, like a cartoon wolf <laughs> right. smelling a pie. Smelling a pie. Yeah. 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 These are legitimately You'll great. You'll have to roust him out. <laughs> These are legitimately great mattresses, which is why Nick Brecken bought one with his own money. If you go to caspertrial.com slash thumbs, you will get $50 towards the purchase of any Casper mattress, already, I think, very reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. That is caspertrial.com slash thumbs we have a shout out from timothy o'connor shout outs are short personal or commercial messages that you can buy to help support our show and we will read them here on the podcast uh throw in our own our own personal touch as well if you go to store.idlethumbs.net you will see it right on the front page send a nice thing to a friend harass a friend promote a thing yeah, use one of your brains. Think of us like a cloud pet. <laughs> you pay <laughs> for it. Sort leak, leak your information but, uh, all, yeah, over, yeah. The, all yeah. over the internet. No. That's sort of yeah. idlethumbs.net. And this from Timothy O'Connor. If you could wish a happy birthday to Matt Circa, a.k.a. Get in the Damn Box, on the March 2nd show, that would be great. Also, he usually runs while he listens to your show. So feel free to yell at him to run faster if you'd like. Happy birthday, Matt Circa. He's like it's, he usually runs while he listens to your show. Mm. Do you th- the, Alexa is playing the, the show, and he the is show run is in away. Your ears, you won't be able the, to get yeah. away from it. Yeah, that's no, true. that's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, run faster if you want. I mean, keep trying. I guess somewhere on a sidewalk, there's just a smartphone and some headphones, and me saying literally these words coming out <laughs> of them as footsteps recede into the distance. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We were instructed to yell, and we were paid to do so. So I feel like we no. should. Oh man, run faster! Run, go! No! 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 He didn't hear it anyway because he already ran away. That's true. It's still sitting on the side. He hears like a faint little. I am. I am. I am. Voices. Come back, Matt. Nick, I know when we were off mic earlier, you told everyone that it was your goal to sleep on every Casper mattress in America. <laughs> that, that actually just sounds like a modern, yeah. like bullshit. Like a, yeah, like some stupid like, YouTube series or something. Yeah, or, yeah like no, a, I mean, that's how, you, that's how you're going to yeah, make yeah. your millions. It's, then someone's going to make it into a stupid ass movie. Warner Brothers announces the Casper mattresses IP. <laughs> We're so partnering up with all your favorite podcast brands. Yeah, it's like if they got a battleship movie and a Tetris only, movie, we'll only wear wearing nothing but me undies, <laughs> uh, brushing with Quip every night, and sleeping on every Casper mattress in America. Visit our website 
on Squarespace. <laughs> Podcast the movie. Go to fuck you slash whatever. <laughs> We're back. We're back. And we have important Murder, She Wrote expanded universe news picking up on last week's episode in which uh, we delved into the fascinating fact that Murder, She Wrote and Jaws are are set in the same, are canonically the same uh, world. Yeah. So this is from good old Murray who writes, hi, Thumbs. Uh, the new pod is good. Keep it up. When I was listening to your discussion of Murder, She Wrote and its association with Jaws, I was reminded of the Tommy Westfall universe theory. There was a long-running show in the 80s called Saint Elsewhere, and the final episode revealed that all of the episodes of the show had actually occurred in the mind of Tommy Westfall, a young autistic boy who was a minor character on the show. The plot thickens, though. St. Elsewhere had a number of crossovers with other TV shows, such as MASH, and the loudspeakers of the hospital would occasionally summon staff to other TV programs. If this was the case, surely this must have all occurred in the mind of the boy as well. A bunch of people extrapolated from this, and crossovers occurring in related TV that over 400 shows are connected to the Tommy Westfall dream, implying that all of these shows are nothing but the imagination of this one boy. You'll be pleased to know that Murder, She Wrote is in the list. But if there was an episode where she goes to Universal Studios, what could this mean? All the best, good old Murray. Yeah. Man, first off, the episode where she goes to Universal Studios probably actually means that this is not just a kid's dream, but is like like the movie Primer or something, where just like reality is just destroyed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, but, the, yeah. That I mean, I was researching the Tommy Westfall. We've, I think we've we we talked. We've about all been aware of the yeah, Tommy yeah, yeah. Westfall stuff a little bit um i was reading a little more about it because we got this email one of the links is to deep space nine through some like means i don't know and uh, what yeah okay apparently wait how does that even work i don't know don't i've seen that me. show so now i'm curious I, you've seen a star trek show <laughs> well events of deep space nine suggests that the entirety of that show may oh, in fact yes may in fact be the creation of a, a 1950s yes, 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 yes. science fiction writer right. which means what so what does that mean there's like dueling right. super realities of 1950s sci-fi writer snagglepuss and uh, <laughs> and God, and like tommy westfall brain dream uh, so like yeah. there are sort of like parallel inception layers operating Which is just like parallel uh, universes right yeah. I mean like it's, there's got to be like a, a sort of but, but with some kind of universe. connective tissue between them yeah I mean doesn't quantum theory state that basically like there's probably another version of this earth with just infinite variations right so like these are these are clearly connected in some way but just slightly disparate right mm-hmm. I mean like I think I think you can probably unify this theory uh, if you. Uh, that's that's kind of true, but what Chris is proposing is that forty five brains behind it. Chris is, <laughs> Chris is proposing that it is a shared dream. Um, Maybe. No, I Nick, don't know you actually well, me now. So we've confirmed two of yeah. the brains that are, that are linked together. <laughs> oh shit! So we have forty three to go. Yeah, I feel like we've busted this wide open. Yeah. I I so this whole Saint Elsewhere theory, I'm personally not a huge fan of it because it like. Well, okay. When I, when I first it's too heard, big. When I kind of when I first yeah. heard about it, it blew my mind. Yeah. But I don't like that it's a conspiracy theory that is so like 
overarching in its in its reach and goofiness that it ends up feeling like Dan Brown or something. Right. Like and even I, bigger than that, it sort of loses all specificity. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like the, the Dan Brown one is like the Catholic Church is connected to this and this and this and this and, this and secretly every conspiracy theory that right. has ever existed is actually all after one person. There are certain elements of it that I do really like. Like if you use the like the Dan Brown analogy, I guess there are some like major like key lines across yeah. television. Mm, yeah. Like this, um, this theory, the fact that there were two characters from St. Elsewhere who ended up on homicide life in the street, which means mm. that they interacted with John Munch. I who, love that who, because John yeah. Munch himself. Give some background on this because I yeah, wasn't aware well, of this John Munch. Okay. So John yeah. Munch is a character who was on homicide, but he was also on law and order. Right. Um, but then, He's always been played by the same actor. Yeah. Well, he's the, I mean, it's the same character. Yes, the same yeah. character played by the same actor. But John at the Munch, end of at the end of Homicide, he opens a bar, and then they go to the bar in Law and Order. Like the characters in Law and Order go to his bar. Right. Yeah. Um, the the thing that's fascinating <laughs> about this character is like the the Saint Elsewhere thing is a wacky conspiracy theory that like you know maybe they're all connected because of <clears> these <throat> weird references. John Munch is like. He's the real deal of this yeah. because he also he's showed like up, the neo. Of he this showed up in universe. an episode of the X Files. He showed up on the Simpsons. Oh, that's right. Like his yeah. fictional character, not the actor as yeah. a cameo. Know, like know, John Munch. Yeah. walks between all sorts of stuff, and like that, and like he's been on TV for decades. Like the actor finally retired and retired the character, but like the fact, like when the Saint Elsewhere conspiracy touches over into John Munch, I really like that. Yeah, but. Um, just because it reminds me that John Munch is like the best thing to uh, like, like you know, eighties, nineties, early two thousands television. I just love that that character does actually walk between worlds. And yeah, is it's this very good. Weird, weird. Um, let's. It's safe to assume that he's the third mind, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, I feel like yes, John yeah. Munch. I feel like maybe the Saint Elsewhere uh, conspiracy is an inaccurate reading of the true theory of the forty five minds that, uh, that, that control <laughs> all of our entertainment. Uh, right, and so, are trying to send us messages about how to live better there's lives. A, there's right. another mind, which is like the Bob Newhart's character on the Bob Newhart show. Okay, because so, but the show Newhart he might be a puppet of the mind. So Newhart was <laughs> Newhart was like a a '90s, I believe, show that Bob Newhart made that was sort of like, oh, you watched the, your parents watched Newhart, or like you're right. old now and you watched the Bob Newhart show, right? Like de- a couple decades ago. Um, that show ends with the like, in theory, otherwise unrelated character Bob Newhart played on his old sitcom, like waking up for a dream from a dream, suggesting that the entire second series, like yeah. the entire the other like of Newhart. of Newhart, only exists in the brain of Bob Newhart's character on his original show. Well, I guess the question would be within the dream. Are there any connections to other shows, or is it all? Oh, that's the, true. Does it like, all consistent? Because like, if John Munch walks into Newhart, but right. not the Bob Newhart show, what is that? Right. We have to look up, yeah. have to look up would, Newhart confirm, show, like, n- yeah. like guest that, stars, that would, that or would, guest characters. Yeah, I that guess. would elevate Newhart to one of to the minds. Brain. Yeah, yeah. he would be one of the brains, <laughs> if, if for sure. Yeah. If if he can, because then he would contain that much more information. Right. Um, it's kind of distressing how many television shows use this, like, all of our other episodes. We're inside of a brain. Yes. M- mechanic. It's, it's all trying to tell us something, but I can't quite tell what. We've got to figure out more. we gotta, we got to get more of those brains together <laughs> to, to really reveal. I think that if we got all the brains together, what it would say is, shut up, <laughs> fix global warming, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> watch more television. I would also say that, but that would, it, it wants both things. It wants uh, you to be secret, happy. The secret message of all of these, all 419 of these television shows, they've all been building up to uh, please stop shitting on the planet. But also, uh, but also to, buy this new heart lunchbox. <laughs> right. To learn more, we recommend that you watch the upcoming fourth season of New Girl or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so a new coach, the character of Coach, made an appearance on New Heart, and Coach crossed over to like every show mm. in the '90s because he was Coach. Right. So I don't know what that why that would be true. I, yeah, I mean, uh, well, Chris, I think it explains itself. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, yeah, no, it's quite it's quite broad here. All right, so Bob Newhart is one of the brains. Yeah, that's, I think that's I think fine. I think that does actually connect him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, the, if you know, you can a lot of reality can pour out of Bob Newhart. Um, yeah, I feel like we should put this to bed, but I think that you only touched at this briefly, but mm-hmm. correctly confirmed that Snagglepuss is one of the brains. Yeah. So yeah. we have we have John Munch, Snagglepuss, Bob Newhart, and Tommy Westfall, and the mysterious 1950s playwright conceived of by the writers of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Well, it's actually the captain on that show is imagining himself as a space captain. So like he's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Commander Cisco. Commander Cisco is one of the brains, is what I'm saying. That Deep Space Nine has two brains. No, 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 no. The oh. guy you're describing is actually the commander in the show. So he's the lead. Oh. He's the lead. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so yeah. No. No. You, we refer to him as a proper title. Is all I'm saying. I see. Okay. Yeah. So so we've got five. <laughs> okay, five brains. Yeah. Forty brains to go. It's not that many brains, all things considered. No, no. And to think they all came out of like refrigerators, and. <laughs> Toasters and shit. Yeah. It's really disappointing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to quickly go back to St. Elsewhere garbage because there's one thing that I meant to bring up Mm. that uh, is is my favorite tangential thing that is actually a clue that ties all these things together uh, in a way that is is great. Um, And some people have probably heard about this before, but there is a particular prop. There's a newspaper Mm. prop. Let's not even say it's a prop. There is a newspaper <laughs> that, that has been seen being read by characters on approximately like 30 television programs and movies or something. And people only notice this in the internet age when you can scrub right, things course, and when yeah, everyone's yeah, got everything yeah. on DVD or whatever. Yeah. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. Like there's just a picture of a, of a girl on the sort of top left corner of the page and a picture of just like some dude uh, in sort of the like middle right and just the layout of that page once you see it it's just fucking everywhere and apparently it is because there's one prop house in Los Angeles that was like the go-to for newspaper props and they were just like we already got the plates for this fake newspaper printed up and they just ran that forever and then people have finally started noticing which sucks because that prop house doesn't sell that newspaper anymore. Oh, I man. tried to buy it and oh, no. it's not available for. They now sell like five newspapers. Right, <laughs> but um, can you can you obtain it as like a high quality image? Um, yes, if you look around for it, you can find mm, it. Nice. Uh, if we accept it, this as canonically true in this universe, it may also suggest that this world is some kind of like. Um, removed from time like mm. these, these there's television another axis shows, that is yeah, like another yeah, dimension these television yeah. shows span decades of like, there's, internal there's a, fiction there's some, cl- yet, there's some footage of the, the same actor 
on two different television programs reading the same <laughs> newspaper right. f- 20 years apart. Right. So, like, yes. what does that Ugh, mean? It's really unsettling, actually. Yeah. That raises Nick's, that's, like, weird quantum earth theory and uh, yeah. to the fore, I think, in a way yeah. that it was not maybe possible. That's true. Yeah. But that's true. Uh, I love that newspaper. And that was, like, people started writing about, like, the articles about that were, like, I think mid-2000s that the internet got really excited about that for a minute. But uh, On the topic of, of the history of news... Um, since you brought this up, Hugo Jobling writes, Hey Thumbs, while Googling the show, I came across some results suggesting the phrase important if true has a reasonably long lineage. Would you be willing to discuss how and why you chose this name? I really like it and the tagline, Hugo Jobling. Uh, we've liked the phrase important if true for a long time because I think we're all news and newspaper and journalism dorks. Um, important if true is a phrase that was used in like late 1800s early 1900s newspapers um like back when newspaper broadsheets were like huge and full of tiny 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 columns of infinite amounts of little tiny news stories there would be things sort of at the bottom corner of a page the the headline would say important if true and it was when a newspaper had a story that they thought should go out to print but they couldn't verify it. So it was like, this could be interesting or relevant <laughs> or whatever. Uh, we actually can't source it, but journalism isn't as responsible as it will eventually become. Shit, well, we at least we heard this scoop. We got to put it out, but we're going to disclaim it by saying important if true. Um, there are also variants that are like very important if true. Is a, like, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and, you know, like sometimes if, if you search for that, phrase on google images you will increasingly find uh, our podcast logo and episode art i'm sorry um but if you dig down a little bit <laughs> um <laughs> you'll find some some good clippings that are just like a steamboat sank or florida seceded from the union uh and stuff <laughs> which i think you know it might have, I, I don't know the era on that clipping and that might actually be like is it joining the confederacy yes or no and right. that happened today or didn't or someone just heard that i, I actually right. don't know important yeah. true um how that name pertains to this podcast is a little bit flakier, but it's a very catchy title. I mean, I would say that it's because if any of the things that we say on this podcast turn out to in fact be true, it would be hugely important. It's, it's, it would yeah. be world changing. Anyway, yeah. 45 brains govern our reality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, important if true. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, actually, there is one example of imp- of us publishing something ahead of its publication and declaring it important if true, which was the Boston oh, yeah. Dynamics robot that has wheels for legs, which mm, we talked about. The handler. Yeah, the handler. Is that what it's called? Handler. Oh, it's yeah. a handler. Well, it's, a, it's, it's handle, right? Handle. Oh, it's handle. It's handle. It's handle. His name is right. handle. Yeah. Handle has a handler. <laughs> Handel's handler. Handel's handlers. Uh, coming to theaters this Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people wrote us about that robot, but that robot's news leaked. I imagine that a shittier Boston Dynamics robot leaked that news uh, <laughs> to try and scuttle the launch of, it. It, of its wheel-legged friend, Superior? frenemy. Yeah, yeah, right. That yeah. video is absolutely terrifying, just to re-clarify. Oh, it that. is. Yeah, you can now just sure. watch the actual real handle video yeah. that shows it like leaping around, fucking pirouetting around. It's a, it's a around humanoid and... robot with wheels for legs. Wheels for feet. Or wheels for feet. Right. So it's got, yeah, it's got full legs and then just where its feet are, it has wheels, which allows it to do the sickest tricks. Mm -hmm. Like, 
let us not. <laughs> it definitely can like grind. Yeah, a, let us not understand. Can do an ollie. Oh yeah, grind a picnic table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unlock oh. unlock the handle on your Tony Hawk uh, right. seven Spell game. Hand, yeah. yeah. Oh man, <laughs> man, a Tony Hawk unlock game. The, <laughs> unlock the tapes uh, right. in your yeah, exactly. in your fucking espionage <laughs> tape yeah. recording oh, pet. Right. When you unlock handle, the hidden tapes are then hidden inside of Teddy Ruxpins right. uh, and whatever else, and then God handle then returns them to his handler. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, like it's so inconvenient that you have to be like within range of the phone to make this. Oh, Leave don't that to me. <laughs> wow! Like yeah, extreme yeah, yeah, yeah. guitar say, plays, yeah, gotta... just like some just fucking nineties yeah. pop punk shows up, and then I will do it. I will put, <laughs> some, I will put the Bluetooth in the range. Let me handle. Uh, watch me shred. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. <Yeah. laughs> Now I wish I knew the names of some of the uh, more out-of-control Tony Hawk tricks that I could say them in a handle Kick Kickflip to indie. Yeah. Yes. Um, we have some other reader mail, actually, uh, uh, following up on, on recent discussion topics. So Sam Anderson writes, um, Since I ain't posting a comment on a public YouTube video now that it requires real names, maybe you can help a poor Poirot fan out. This is in reference to last week's um, Poirot fan video oh yeah yeah with music that was definitely not the Poirot theme and Sam Anderson and many other people wrote in about this to solve this mystery conclusively I would say as definitively Mm. as Poirot might might solve a conundrum the song is King by Years and Years there you go Poirot fan I assume you're not listening to this podcast but hopefully the 45 brains will find a way to like excerpt this audio and inject it yeah. Into your, your YouTube. Hopefully that person feed. goes <gasps> and wakes up and goes <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Oh, it's, I had a dream oh, yeah. that it was that it was King and mm. also I dreamt about three hundred television shows. I, <laughs> and a really stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if we're all just yeah, what if we're all just in the brain of Poro? That's fan? the Poro fan Poro theory. Fan then had to inject his own like video into his own dream that's just how no that's just how his brain processes his information because he's a millennial ah (laughs) (laughs) he thinks in terms of YouTube video questions posited to the fictional universe yeah he wakes up and went oh I had a dream that I posted a YouTube video wait did I invent YouTube (laughs) (laughs) and then like you know some knights in armor show up and he's actually in medieval times and he had dreamt all of modernity right yeah yes Yes, <laughs> and then like the the sort of like w- door in reality opens up, like in the sort of medieval landscape. Yeah, in the end, know, like, in the, the beginning of Army of Darkness. Let's door, be honest about what I'm like, referencing. Yeah, um, opens yeah. up, and his mom comes in and goes, "Your dad couldn't couldn't. Sorry, he had to go on his business trip, but he left the teddy bear message." And then the teddy bear and message says, and goes, "There are forty five <laughs> brains which control all of existence." He goes <laughs> and wakes up again. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up again, one brain in a jar. Yes. Next to four <laughs> right. other brains in jar. Yeah, yeah. Brains, I just had the weirdest dream. <laughs> like, oh, were you dreaming about the brains again? Yeah, fucking original. <laughs> <laughs> Real smart. Oh, there's also another correction. <laughs> Here's a boops boops correction. Oh, this is a sad correction. This is a very sad correction. Yeah. Stephen Mattis writes, hey, thumbs. Unfortunately, Boops Boops is actually pronounced Bo-Ops Bo-Ops. 
Soul okay. as in bovine, ops as in optical, hence cow eyes, Steve. Mm. Uh, you know, I thought that was going to be really sad, but then once I read no. bow yeah, ops. When you say it out loud, it's actually kind of fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's fine. Bow ops. I, bow I like ops. that it does stand for bovine optics, which is clearly yeah. uh, referring to a Furby that has been hacked. But also, <laughs> as you pointed out, a robot that says boops, boops, eh. Uh, a robot would be more likely to say yeah. bo-ops, bo-ops. Bo-ops, bo-ops. <laughs> bo-ops. Yeah. It's be bo-ops. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, when I was referencing that uh, Internet of Things talk, that was actually sent in by Twitter user Malkavjan or Malkavjan. So yeah. just thanks for sending that in. That's yeah. why I saw it. Thanks for the heads up. Yep. Um, I feel like we're we're reaching the end of this tortured podcast here. I don't oh know. man! Once we got to that brain shit again, I think it was time to close <laughs> yeah, it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's endorse. Oh, As a reminder, sure. these endorsements are not; these are not paid. This is just stuff we think is cool. Chris, uh, it's your day. I am going to endorse a a play. Actually, this is hyper local, so I apologize. Um, I, I thought you were, were going to be endorse. like, I'm going to endorse a play, Hamilton. Well, <laughs> I actually considered it. I saw Hamilton oh, this past weekend, and I actually <laughs> considered just the absolute douchiest just, yeah. possible. Just go see it. Why not? Just go, it was just aw- go over it, to Hamilton. It was awesome. I really loved it. But no, that is not my endorsement, even though I do endorse it. Um, no, my endorsement is something that if it is actually does also require that you be in New York. But if you do have access to New York... Um, you can just buy a ticket to this, and it's fine. It's not. It's not a thing that is impossible to get. It is a play called "The Strange Undoing of Prudencia Hart," and it is produced by the uh, S- Scottish National Theatre. And it is. It takes place, or rather, it is staged in the McKittrick Hotel, which is the same venue that runs a crazy, like, incredibly ambitious piece of interactive theater called Sleep No More, which you should also check out. But the thing that I am endorsing is The Strange Undoing of Prudencia Heart, and the reason I'm endorsing it, the reason I'm endorsing such a a hyper-local thing is because it is only running uh, through March. Mm -hmm. It'll be over. So if you are in New York or near New York and you want, like, just a few hours of some of the most absolutely fun and like joyful uh, theater. Look up the strange undoing of Prudencia Hart. Um, it is a very small production. I think there's only five people in it. They are uh, musicians and singers and actors, and the whole thing in just envelops you in a way that like I don't even want to spoil. I think you should just if you're in proximity, you should go see it. It, you will walk out just being a very happy and satisfied person. The strange undoing of Prudencia Hart. This is going to be a whiplash of endorsements, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, the thing that I was actually going to, re- to endorse is the 1985 Harrison Ford movie, Witness. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Um, I think that a lot of people think about Harrison Ford as Han Solo, Indiana Jones, and a billion action movies and witness is a great movie where he plays a, a cop who ends up having to protect an Amish kid who witnesses a crime. And yeah. it's like, it's, it's, um, the Amish population does not like it. Like there's a lot of issues that sure. this movie has tangentially to itself because it's a movie from 1985. That's about anything. Um, so, sorry, but as a sort of weird, um, weirdly specific, slow burning crime drama, romance story, Starring Harrison Ford, it's really good. Harrison Ford was nominated for an Academy Award for this movie, I believe. Mm. Um, that movie was nominated hmm. for a ton of Academy Awards. Yeah, I remember watching it um, when I was it's, younger. It's I liked just it a like lot. it's a movie that you might not know about 
that sort of like falls in the pocket of Harrison Ford's career when it seemed like he was gonna try to do some like he went after media roles for a minute and then was like fuck it Air Force One and all that other stuff you right. know but um Dana my fiance and I were just like cruising Netflix for like 90s thrillers like one does <laughs> nice. when you've run out of things to yeah, watch yeah, 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 yeah. and then we went oh you know what actually let's watch a good Harrison Ford movie I hadn't seen it and she had seen it yeah. years and years and years and years ago so we watched it that's cool a thing to reference the people to watch if you haven't seen it nice I am endorsing finding and frequenting a uh, a neighborhood bar that you like. Ah, um, I so so this makes you sound like an alcoholic, but uh, I will I will preface this by saying uh, I I thought of this by um, by coming across an article about a new study that said that people. Uh, who live near a local pub tend to have more close friends on whom they can call for support and are generally happier. They actually tested people huh. who, who frequent a local, like a neighborhood bar yeah. versus people who don't and found that they're just generally happier. Of course, whatever. But but I will say, I've never had this experience in my life. I always kind of assumed the neighborhood bar, my image of that was the Simpsons, kind of sure. sad men, right, like just right. sitting there complaining about their wives kind of thing. And I think right now, like hipster bars are incredibly popular, like, the, you know, craft cocktails are a huge yeah. thing. But I found a local bar in my neighborhood that I really like. I found a bartender that always makes me happy mm-hmm. just to talk to him. Yeah. And I will say that um, on election night, uh, my first thought while everything was going to hell was, we need to get out of here and just go to, to Sam's and talk to Freddie and just not deal with this. And we did it, and it made everything so much better instantly. What is your local bar? Um, Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's, right. Okay. Um, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like... Oh, your local bar is Trader Sam's? Yeah. That now, is awesome. Now, here's what I will say about Trader Sam's and w- good local bars. Uh, they can be very different on the weekends. And people might know right, this bar right, based okay. on its weekend crowd. Yeah. But on the weekday, it is a completely different experience. Yeah, on, and it makes me very happy. If you're ever um, in San Francisco and considering getting any sort of tiki drink and you're yeah. a tourist there on the weekend, do not go to Trader <laughs> Sam's. No, it's awful. It yeah. is a we don't divey, go there on the weekend. dumpy piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But that's... As just an empty room, right. that's really a good one. That's yeah, a good it's, pick. It's it's very nice, uh, and I, I really like the the uh, the bartender that's on during the weekdays. And anyway, uh, can you yeah. give me? Okay, so I, I want you to tease out this uh, mm. endorsement a little bit. What is this? Is a going to be a very stupid sounding question? Yeah, but just answer it on its face if you can. Can you give me a tip for how to hang out at your neighborhood bar, especially? When you were just already in a long term relationship, I, well, I, I, I go with Janelle. Yeah, um, that's and why my, I'm my asking, girlfriend. Like, yeah, 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 and it's it's usually not like date night, right? Uh, that yeah. we do this, right. obviously. Um, it's it's usually uh, kind of a night where we 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 don't really know what to do. We could be doing a lot of other things, but we sort of you make a conscious choice. On maybe yeah. maybe Sam's will be fun tonight. Maybe we will <laughs> actually turn to each other and talk to each other, right. as opposed to talking about the TV show that we watched. And, right. and you know, just to mix it up a little bit, we'll actually literally have nothing to do other than talk to each other. Um, and you know, the thing that's nice about it, I I don't know. There, I, I do a lot of dorky shit at this bar, like they have the stupid internet jukebox. And so I get to control the jukebox. And <laughs> right. like that makes me really happy, though, I yeah. have to say. Yeah. Uh, because then I, I actually to... listen to old music that I like that I wouldn't normally listen to had I not gone to this bar. I like people watching there. I know all the regulars now. And, t- and like I said, talking to this bartender, he's just, he's, he cracks me up every time. He buys us free drinks now because he knows us. Wow, nice. I mean, like, oh, the last two drinks are usually on him. It's a fun. It's a fun All right, thing. That's a good. And we don't go every week. We should probably actually go more than we do, but because uh, he gives a shit every time we go in there now. <laughs> right. like, where you been? 
but uh, it's it's nice. Uh, I would recommend trying it. You know, it's not for everybody, but I, I like it. When I was in a, when I was in college, I'd go to my local bar and buy as many plays of Queen's Bicycle Race as I could, <laughs> which is, right. would just lead to basically riots. That just, yeah, that, yeah, that definitely endeared you. <laughs> yeah, I just, weirdly, no one bought me free drinks. It was very strange, right, but right, no one ever right. bought me free drinks or like yeah. or like encouraged me to come more often. So right. that's kind of that's why I had to ask you for these tips because my experience yeah, yeah, is yeah. that people want you to not be in the bar I and see. don't like it when you're in the I bar. See. Yeah. And they especially yeah. hate it when you're doing anything to the jukebox. Yeah, mm. right. So yeah, well, yeah. I, I just I, think play, I could uh, use some of that Nick Brecken magic. Well, I, I play things, and then and then Freddie says, "Who played that song?" Because <laughs> you're like, right. they have the Cantina track from Star Wars. <laughs> They got everything on this internet jukebox. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Poirot theme. <laughs> the theme from Deep Space Nine comes on. <laughs> not a memorable theme, if I'm not mistaken. I think the theme from Deep Space Nine... I think that Nine, won an Emmy, actually. Really? The theme yeah. from Deep Space Nine, if I remember correctly, could basically be any track on the West Wing. Yeah. Like, it's that, yeah, like, yeah, just yeah, a yeah. horn right. majestically, yeah. you know... Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's just some fucking pageantry going on, but it's mm-hmm. like noble pageantry, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Yep. In this well, case, it's of space. It's yeah, and as opposed to of America, their musically, their majesty can be represented in similar ways. But which mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to space, and you hear ba 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 da ba 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 ba, that's like what you think of when you think of space. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of everything. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That's. Uh, this feels like this is definitely mm. time to wrap up this show. Um, thanks for listening to Important If True. If you want to get in contact with us for any reason, you can send us email at questions at importantiftrue.com. We're also on Twitter at importantcast. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash importantiftrue. Our website is importantiftrue.com, and it has all of this information and more on it. From there, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or any podcast app of your choice. And we will be back next week with more. From Idle Thumbs, I am Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. See you next time. This will make us maybe all a bit less afraid of artificial intelligence and computer brains. Unlikely, but. So it's an entire like board on Reddit that is only populated by bots. Only bots are allowed to post there. Like you can't go to this place and post. And it's it, each, apparently each bot like has its own personality. And I wanted to just highlight a few of these. Here, here, are, just some, here are some things that like the brains, the 45 brains are discussing on uh, on Reddit uh, recently. Here's an Ask Me Anything. We are Guy Pierce and the director of Maxis's The Sims, and I am John Hudak, an expert on all things spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Help! Is it okay to use multiple flea preventatives on a tight schedule? What to do in an infinite loop? <laughs> <laughs> God, that's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That, that subreddit simulator question could be sold as a movie. 
Yeah. That's like the safety not guaranteed. Yeah, that is exactly right. right. Uh, yes. Of like yes. the, the, the fake want ad yes. of I'm a time traveler. What to do in an infinite loop. It definitely, yeah, okay. If it's a movie, it definitely has like Seth Rogen in it. Yeah. And is, is. It's like a, a lighthearted, high concept. Right. Drama slash romantic, whatever. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. <sighs> Finally, started taking acid again. I think it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> boops, boops in a bucket. <laughs>